texted him. I said, hey, weird question. Definitely say no if you don't want to. But Rachel and I are starting a podcast about Star Wars and Transformers. We are we want closing instrumental music that sounds like Linkin Park because the first three Transformers movies end with Linkin Park song. Would you be interested in making a 20 to 30 second piece of music? And then I sent that at 6 p.m. And he sent me the music at 7.19 p.m. <sighs> and then he had the um, or the opening music to me by midnight. And um, this is what it sounds like. This could get us copyright struck, I think. It, I know. I'm so worried. It's so close. <laughs> I, I Thank, thought... Thankfully, it changes pretty quick here. Yeah. Ah. So happy. Man, this man, what a man. So if you listen to the first episode, you've already heard this music because we went, went ahead and edited it in for the first episode. So there's no cliffhanger for you on the title of this podcast, which is Rebels and Robots. And we will talk about how we landed on that title in just a moment. It's not a super exciting story, but there is a bit of a story there. Um, but if you listen to the first episode, there's no sense of... Uh, there's no cliffhanger for you. There's no suspense there. Well, there was for us though. We ended the last episode with no music and no title. Um, but if you, again, if you listen to the first one, you've already seen the title. If you listen to this, you've seen the title uh, and you've already if you listened to the first episode. You've heard both pieces of music. Um, and I think we're both incredibly happy with all three of those things. How do you feel, Rachel? It's fantastic, especially just having some really great friends that are willing to help us have some fun, willing to Absolutely. give us their time. <laughs> And I'll shout him out again. We didn't say the name last time because we didn't know for sure if you'd do it. But um, I asked him how he wanted to be credited. He just said he just wanted to be credited as his name. His name is Caleb Jacoby. Um, I don't know if he really has any online presence. I meant to ask him if he wants us to link anything for him. But um, yeah, uh, one of our friends who's just a musician. And obviously, the fact that you could whip something up that quickly, I think, shows an immense amount of talent. We could probably put that in post. Put what in post? Like links, if he has anything. Yeah, 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 for sure. I need to ask him. Um, but so, SoundCloud. um, I also wanted to talk about how we came up with the title. So, uh, last week I pitched some live on the podcast and got crickets from Rachel. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, I want to read those off real fast again for anyone who didn't listen to the first episode. I texted her them. Um, I was trying to come. So our original concept title was, uh, star formers, but I thought that sounded too much like an astronomy podcast about how stars are formed. So I started trying to cram the word podcast into different Star Wars and Transformers related things. So like Podimus Prime Skycaster, the Pod Wars of Castertron, the Pod Wars of Cybercast, Autopod Jedi Caster, and Podobot Jedi Caster. Very wordy. I, I read that to two friends of mine. Um, well, one was my fiance and one was our very good friend. <laughs> just friend zone your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just went two friends in my head and I realized, well, one of them is more than that. Um... And they both also gave me crickets and then said, we're glad Rachel came up with a better idea. <laughs> um, other ideas that um, oh, I also threw out there, um, Rachel and Cam are Jedi bots in disguise. And then you just respond to that as Rachel and Cam bully each other, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is really funny if, if our podcast was had a more general vague uh, sense to it. But I wanted the title to at least somewhat uh, convey... Uh, uh, what the topic of the podcast is. Um, you said in galaxies far, far away, which is a really fun title, but was a little too vague. It didn't include the transformers as much. Um, and then you just texted me kind of out of the blue midday Saturday rebels and robots. I was like, yeah, that's solid. Rebels and robots. Um, I have to keep reminding myself the order of them though, and not say robots and rebels. We just switch it around every now and then and just gaslight. <laughs> no, if we switch it around, we got to switch like the image. <laughs> this alternate <It> week. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and I, so I like the title a lot. Um, I have to remember which order it goes in. Um, I was shocked that I couldn't find anything with that in the title. Like not like even other things other than podcasts. I, I mean, I'm sure there's something out there with that in it, but it's a pretty unique title. So congrats to you for finding a unique title on the Ooh. internet. That's not incredibly. That's, that's kind of why I was the titles I was throwing out, I knew no one would have ever used those before, but yours is simple and to the point, but 
um, kind of draw some intrigue in, and I'm really, really happy with it. And then you also whipped up um, a logo for us as well. Oh, yeah. I and, typed in some text to yeah. Photoshop. But do you know what? Still, though, it, it's clean <laughs> and it's simple, and I think it looks really good. And I look forward to us creating a more detailed graphic but for the time being i think that's really good i hope that font doesn't get us like a copyright oh i thought about that too i think we'll be fine but i think it would be good for us to figure out something fast (laughs) the the mouse is going to get us the mouse mouse. on the star wars yeah (laughs) who who owns transformers hasbro yeah but does someone own them like warner brothers owns dc and disney owns star wars does anyone own hasbro I don't know. And here's the thing with like Has- Hasbro. I'm also not bashing on Hasbro in case anyone from Hasbro is listening. Um, if you're a Hasbro executive, shh, cover your ears. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes because like, for example, Hasbro has their own toy line, toy line of Transformers. And then you have a bunch of third party figures. Um, like I think Takara is one that basically also makes Transformer toys, but they're not an official line. But sometimes they're better. Oh, interesting. Um, but so it's really kind of, I don't know. I'm not, they've got a ho- copyright somehow, but I don't understand how it works when like other brands are making third party figures and like not getting sued. I, I don't know I anything don't know. about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up. So the um, Hasbro is still owned by the Hasenfield family, or at least the majority stake mm-hmm. is. So I'm trying to see if maybe they own something I'm else. So glad. I was just trying to no come one up. else owns it. Yeah, I was trying to see if there was another funny metaphor like the mouse for Transformers. Keep like it away from thing. keep it away from Discovery. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Keep gosh. it away. Can you imagine the amount of Transformers stuff that would get produced and not put out if if Discovery <sighs> owned them? Um. So, anyways, um. So I wanted to start off this podcast with a few corrections from last episode because <laughs> uh, obviously there were many mistakes. Um, oh, my AC just turned on. Okay. Um, I am going to go turn it off and we'll cut this out. Uh, so we don't have to listen to that. I could just ad lib. I just whistle straight into the I'm mic. Sprinting. I'm sprinting. I just, I just, mm. We'll see how long it takes them to come back. Oh, it's off. That was fast. So anyways, that, that was a really embarrassing story about Cameron that I can tell you. <laughs> I already have to do a new correction immediately because I said AC. I meant heat. Oh. <laughs> it is um, early January, and it is pretty warm outside. Not but... for long. It's supposed to snow. Again? Yeah, oh in the morning. Well, if, if... Winter precipitation. We can't allow weather talk to get on this podcast because we, where we live, <laughs> um, it will uh, be every episode. So, How about that weather? I got to lean back from the microphone because I'm out of breath after st- running down the stairs. <laughs> Cameron. Seriously, that's why I got to come all the way back here. I would have done the same thing. I've been like, you want to carry on the next two minutes for me? Okay. Corrections from last time. Um, so I'm glad you looked this up. Uh, Michelle Ong is 39 years old. For context, we looked this up immediately after we stopped recording. <laughs> um, we were talking about her as if she was a teenage girl, um, and she is a grown woman. So, so apologies to Michelle Ong. I guess that would, I guess that would make sense because maybe, it, I mean... I don't, I'm, I mean, I know women's voices change. I don't know how much they change. As I mean, they we, certainly change. As we get older, but I wonder if maybe that, like, we just noticed a difference, or maybe it's been a while since we've seen the first season. But I feel like there is a bit of a difference in her performance. So maybe that first. Yeah, it could be direction, like whoever's directing the voice acting, um, you know, could be sick at the time, could be. Honestly, better microphones, picking up more nuanced noises. She, you just never know. She could have maybe been pitching her voice, too, to sound younger. Mm. Oh, it could be the voice editing. Yeah, the voice oh, editing could I, be different. I hadn't thought about that And either. they could be pitching her voice differently in in post-production to make it sound older. I hadn't thought about that. So, uh, either way, we were very wrong about the, her age. Um, and I she wanted did to not correct go that. through puberty. That was funny. Yeah, that not was... between last... She has not... This 39-year-old woman has not gone through puberty in the last three years, no, correct? But we um, do love her. I also, when talking about my ranking of the Star Wars movies, I said that Last Jedi was 2.5, which doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, like in your top three? Like if you're ranking movies, you can't have a, two, a 2.5. It either has to be second or third. Yeah. It's like tied for second or tied for third. If something is the next movie after two, that makes it third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this didn't make any sense. I thought that was a funny thing that I said. Um, let's see. 
Uh, oh, while talking about Bumblebee, I said uh, that the I said something like the movie he shows a lot of character, and then in I so I said that he was a walking meme machine. I I failed to specify I was talking about him in the Bayformer films. So the way I said it, it sounded like I was just talking about him in his own movie. And he still kind of is because oh. he's talking to the radio, but it's much worse. So I wanted to clarify that. It, yeah. Um, I'll get off my... Nope. I'm gonna get on a soapbox. <laughs> no, that's, we can talking. talk about that some other time. I just wanted to clarify that I was talking about the Bayformer films and not in his own movie. Unfortunately, the Bayformer films. Um, This is a very small nitpick, but I still wanted to correct small. something I said. Um, I said that we watched Star Wars every night leading up until oh. episode seven. <laughs> I meant to say every Tuesday. We watched one movie a week leading up you to it. You mean every... Oh, it was Tuesday nights. So, wow. Yeah, but I said I just said every night leading up to that, which was not what we did on the big old TV that we had to hit every now and then. And oh my gosh, it, it, yes. was, it was like one of those big old flat screen box TVs. And one of the funniest things is that the screen would adjust to the space scenes, and then it would like say we're watching A New Hope. It switches to Tatooine, and first of all, the screen is like green cast. And it's like we all got flashbanged. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll talk more about that in detail. I actually have a segment I want to do upcoming that would relate to oh, that. Oh, spoilers. Um, another note, um, I forgot to... We were talking about things we had watched together on Disney Plus on Star Wars Night. We didn't mention Light and Magic. Oh. <laughs> it's because I forget about it. Yeah, so we... Light and Magic is certainly part of uh, Star Wars Night for us, our, our personal Star Wars Night now. Um, and I, I wanted to bring it up because I thought that was kind of funny, our reaction to it, because we liked it, but we also kind of didn't want to watch it, but we felt kind of obligated to watch it. But then we really enjoyed the final episode. It was because like one and two were really mm -hmm. great. And then, well, I mean, not that the story of light and magic isn't great, but like after um, it's it's the show was kind of marketed as like the history of Star Wars specifically, I would mm, almost say. And then it kind of at least that's the impression I got. And then um it just kind of, it almost felt like it took a detour hmm. into yeah. just kind of like other stuff. I almost would have liked to have seen more about like the people that built, like we got a lot in the first two episodes, but I feel like there was so much more stuff we could have seen from hmm. like the people that were there from the beginning. And then like James Cameron showed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very much, I think it, the issue with for us is we were very interested in it and it was conveying interesting information, mm -hmm. but it was conveying it in the same way a history channel documentary does. It was yeah. very dad style documentary, yeah. which is just a bunch of guys sitting down and talking to a camera and there's not a lot of B -roll. interesting information. And there's tons of B roll. Well, yeah. Um, as far as like the way the information is conveyed is only done through the interviews and it's all very simple and calm and it's not bad per se, but it's not, particularly engaging for six episodes no so especially they were long episodes <laughs> yes too. oh my gosh so it was very informational it was heavy on informational and not so heavy on uh entertainment per se too but much light not enough magic we enjoyed it it was just i thought it was really funny that we forgot it's it's very telling about it that we didn't mention it last week when we listed all the shows that we watched um because what oh my gosh we watched it and then kenobi came out right we, um, we start we finished huh. i think we finished rebels after sometime after um then we, after uh book of boba fett like sometime in may I don't uh, know. so then, the first episode release was july 27th what did we watch that we forgot oh we got through a couple episodes and then i no we need oh do you know what i went to india Oh, <laughs> I think that's what it was. I about that. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Nothing came out at that time. What yeah. happened? <laughs> I left the country for two weeks. I think that's what it was. That's how. That's that's light and magic it made you leave the country. Um. So I thought that was funny, but we did end up really learning a lot of it, and do recommend it. Ultimately, if you're a Star Wars geek, I recommend that. Um. But okay, so I've got two more corrections here. Uh, Dindy. The 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 and the animator behind the 2D anime Clone Wars show. Um. Oh, I we totally messed up his last name it's jindy tartofsky 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 uh so tar tartofsky that's what it is jindy tartofsky have you seen his okay this isn't rebels and robots have you seen his primal show on it yeah yeah Rush? i've seen the first half of the first season hey, i think season two's out and it's done Oof, uh, a, it is 
I liked it. I think it's an incredibly well animated show. It's just too brutal for me. It's so gory. Oh, that and first episode too. It's incredibly well made. I'm glad he he has been screwed over so many times mm-hmm. by major studios. Him finally getting to make something he clearly is passionate about. I'm happy for him, and it got a lot of award. He got a lot of attention. I'm happy for him personally. I couldn't watch any more though. But. I I do think. I'll just, I, t- I think the first season is the best. Mm-hmm. The second season is fine. Do you care if I spoil it a little bit? Go for it. Spoiler introduced too many humans. It was, oh, was kind of weird. It actually <sighs> introduced a whole lot of like uh, very similar to human cultures, but I almost feel like some of them were just different enough to not hmm. be the exact same. Um, it was fine. The ending, which I won't spoil, is outrageous and not like in a bad way but it's definitely like you're watching it and you're kind of like it really feels out of left field um that checks out so but either way i think the first season was best anyways back to to um, the subject um one last correction um more of a clarification mandalorian season three starts march 1st oh it's in march i thought it was coming out soon i mean march 1st like we said february it's March 1st is pretty darn close. Oh, by the time... Oh, Bad um, Batch will be on its... Uh... Well, Bad Batch ends March 29th. Oh, they're So we were still going to double up, but we're going to be on this show until the last week. Of, it's three full months of Bad Batch. It is funny that... That's considering the last season. <laughs> the fact that this is supposed to be a Star Wars and Transformers podcast, and it's going to be a lot of Star Wars at the start, but we'll have fun with it. Sure. Anyways, um, and the Star Wars is what we mostly know about. I mean, you know a good amount about Transformers. I don't, but I think once we do get to the Transformers segment of this podcast, I know a good many things. Um, it'll be m- a lot of me learning and you enjoying my reactions. I will I be talking for hours. <laughs> um, okay, so I think now would be a good time for us to discuss the topic for today, and then we can go into our segments after that. But um, yeah, so Bad Batch season to episode three we just finished watching it a matter of like 30 minutes ago and um um we, we can just go kind of go through it chronologically um and then we can give our general opinions at the ending um i was gonna say i looked at the time and this is actually technically the longest episode so far really i think that that's cool because i think it uses that t- i didn't feel that long it was so it's 24 minutes 27 minutes and then 30 minutes oh so, so for this season you mean granted yeah, for this. Mm. Oh, yes, no. Because the first, the longest episode is like the first episode of the first season. Yeah. It's Order 66. <laughs> but, I mean, granted, all of Disney Plus shows have at least two and a half minutes of credits at the end. That's true. Yes. Um. So we start off the episode seeing this new clone armor. That's yet another step towards Stormtroopers, but not quite there. And you pointed out something interesting about it. So I was obnoxious about this because I was like, I know I'm right. <laughs> I I saw it and I was like, that looks so familiar. And I am a concept art nut. I mean, I majored in art and animations. I collect those like art of books. You know, those publishers get a lot of my money. I just find that stuff so interesting. Um, I considered it as a career path um, before I realized I didn't want to go in the industry. That's a whole different story. Um, but so that clone armor that we see um, on Desix. Mm-hmm. Uh, is ninety percent original Stormtrooper concept art from Ralph McQuarrie. I yeah was yeah telling Cameron I was like it is and Cameron's like mm. I wasn't sure I you I didn't sure. recall it um but from I mean I definitely knew it was clearly in, being implemented now because it looks like a cross between phase is it phase two or what phase is the episode three clones? I feel like it's phase two. And it's a step between the episode three clone armor and the stormtrooper armor. But it is interesting that that concept art is such an interesting mix between the two. I was, I saw it and I was like, <gasps> yeah, cause once you sent it to me, I recognized it. Yeah. Cause that's when mm-hmm. they were playing around with stormtroopers having lightsabers. That concept art you're looking at right now doesn't have it, but like the, the shield These ones in the is back. the very early clone troopers had shields and lightsabers themselves. Yep. And so I think that's where that armor design comes from. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, Oh, tidbit. So yeah, so fun, fun geek stuff. I, geek. it it it's both humorous, but also I think very cool how Star Wars has continued to mine that early stuff, to because Star Wars always feels like it's connected to its roots in some degree visually. It's never, it's very rarely, at least with the mainstream stuff, going too far away. Which I wouldn't mind if stuff. It always makes the universe feel coherent. 
I mean, I've mentioned this before, but Rebels mm-hmm. is just like if anyone has seen anything about Ralph McQuarrie's concept art and then watched Rebels, um, Rebels is like seventy five percent Dave Filoni going. Uh, this wasn't used in the original trilogy. I'm using it now. Yep, lightsaber fifth, designed, the ATST designed, fifth, a lot of the cities. Fifth Brother's hat was supposed to be Kylo Ren's hat. Well, there you go. Fun fact. Wow, so, so not even Ralph McQuarrie art, but also... Oh, yeah, uh, other recent concept Force Awakens, well. and wow, that's really interesting. Fun fact. Yeah, so it's uh, it's always fun to be, as a Star Wars geek who knows that stuff, to be, you know, be able to be the, at this point, it's a cliche, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme pointing out <laughs> at the screen. Oh, oh, there it is. That there is it me. Is. Every time I watch... <laughs> something ever so um something i think if you had thought if i thought about it for five seconds i would have thought it's almost inevitable with a felony um cartoon but i didn't expect it nonetheless the battle droids show up in this episode were yeah that was at the beginning were they in the trailer for the season were you surprised when they showed up i really can't remember because now that it's shown most of what i remembered from the trailer was cody mm-hmm. because i was like Huh? Cody? <laughs> I'll talk about Cody in a second. Uh, spoilers, I guess. I guess if you're here, you don't care about spoilers. Um, I can't. There's some. Whoop, I got to keep my mouth shut because you haven't seen the trailer. Nope. Um, that was close. Um, <laughs> you had to like uh, release it, not vocally, just yeah, through the air like, right there. <laughs> yeah, I had to like spit it out. Um, I can't remember if I really saw battle droids, but I have heard that a lot of the trailer stuff we have seen was a lot of the first two episodes so there are some things like from later in the season okay. um like cody granted yeah. this is third episode so not too far but mm-hmm. lots of people talking about like so we've kind of seen a whole lot of it already so i guess we'll see you know kind of going in blind for probably i'm guessing the second half of the season nice the last eight episodes yeah Last half of the season, so you know, sometime around July, the second half of the season. <laughs> We're going, no. It is a long. It is pretty long compared to other Disney Plus shows. Um, the fact that there are three times they're releasing two episodes at once. That's true. In the middle, and then at and the end. And it's still going till the end of March. It's still going to the end of March. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, uh, that's why they had to push it back there. Still work on episodes. Want to double up on our clone armor friends or mandalorian armored friends having the mandalorian and bad batch that's why they had to push it back three times it took all that rendering time (laughs) so many episodes um so the battle it's fun to see the battle droids back being in third grade when revenge of the sith came out instantly loved because the battle droids don't have a ton of personality in one and two they're given a lot more of a comedic personality in three Mm -hmm. and so that's always had a special place in my heart even though it's really stupid that's Star Wars, baby. It's stupid. And Clone and... Wars did it too. Yeah, but Clone Wars does not come out until after oh, Revenge true, yeah. of the Sith. So Clone Wars took what was implemented yeah. in Revenge of the Sith and and went way farther with it. And I always enjoy the goofy clone uh, battle droids and their antics. Roger, 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 Roger. Um, and so happy to see him, see him back and being being goofy. Um. And then it cuts away from that initial battle to Rachel's favorite boy, Crosshair, and Rachel literally got up, started to walk out the door for comedic effect, and I thought that was very funny. I love dramatics. What can I say? I, I love dramatics, and I hate Crosshair. I, I just... Well, you're not the only one who hates Crosshair, because immediately he sits down at the... Uh, cafeteria table and the other clones get up and leave that was so fun that was you know who that was made for crosshair haters like (laughs) me i appreciated that so much i thought that was mm, that was top tier humor because he sat down also so he sat down and the clone like and the clones like side eye him and they don't they immediately stop their conversation and they look at each other and they get up and leave and switch tables. That is hilarious to me. I just have that noted in my notes as clones bullying crosshair. Good. Um, I also though their reasons for hating him are different than yours. Theirs is kind of a racist reason. They hate him, I presume, because he's different. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely some some prejudice there. Um, I just think he's a snake. So um, I also thought it was really funny because so his armor is so different. Um, that scene of him approaching the table, which is like a couple seconds long, he stands out like a sore thumb. And the first thought that came to my head was like that meme where it's like 
when when you're playing a video game and you see your customizable character in a cutscene, because like yeah. how much he stands out <laughs> compared to everyone else, it's like we mm-hmm. see yourself in a cutscene. Mm-hmm. You're wearing like the goofiest outfit, and you're like, yes. oh, this was important. Well, speaking of outfits, that transitions to my next point, Nick. Uh, very nicely, which is Cody's sexy gray armor. It really looked like Wolf's armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the gray. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to. Um, <laughs> um, I love it. I Cody's always been my favorite clone. Um, I, probably because he's attached to Obi Wan, and Obi Wan's my favorite clone. But I I always thought his armor was at a really nice design, and um, so is it the Kenobi spoilers? Does it break your heart? He wasn't in Kenobi. Uh there's a lot of things that break my heart about Kenobi. Um, I think that is something they could probably do in season two. And there's already too much going on in Kenobi. So actually not. Cause then if we're going to get him in live action, I would actually rather him be saved where he can have a little bit more space to breathe. And honestly, if he'd been in season one, Vader probably would have killed him. Yeah. It would have been not very much. And so I'm actually not too disappointed about him not being in season one. Nerfed him to heaven. Yeah. So, but um, I like his appearance a lot. Um, he's got a good amount of personality here because he's always in the Clone Wars cartoon. He kind of always played second fiddle to Rex. Rex was always the better character in the Clone Wars cartoon, but here I feel like he gets a good amount of development, which we can talk about in a second. And um, yeah, and I continue to be so appreciative of D. Bradley Baker's performance. I think we'll probably talk about this nearly every week, but um, D. Bradley Baker, his ability to create subtle and i'm sure this has been said a hundred times by a a million star wars fans a hundred times a million fans a million times among a million fans two hundred fifty thousand a million (laughs) yes exactly about this his ability to create subtle distinctions between the regular clones it is amazing like you can legitimately tell the difference in just the voice between mainline clone characters it's really Mm -hmm. cool and in that moment where uh, Cody and Crosshair meet up, they're standing next to something. I didn't know what it was. Um, I missed it. You mentioned that. Uh, what is his name? Rampart. Rampart. When Rampart yeah. uh, summoned Crosshair, interrupting his uh, lunch or dinner, whatever it was. His chicken leg. That's what that was. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, no soup this time. But he said, you're going to meet uh, your new captain down by the clone memorial. And this is on Coruscant. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. which I, it was pretty cool to kind of come back to that. Um, so, do you want? I don't know if you're. Gonna, I can. I don't know if you want me to explain it. I guess what it was. Um, yeah, yeah, please do. Okay, so the clone memorial. Um, if I, I should probably confess, but I'm fairly. I'm like ninety percent certain that the. So well, it's a memorial for clones. <laughs> um, and it's a memorial of the clones that died in the Battle of Geonosis. So it's got all of their. Um, numbers on it that's really cool i like that a lot um you know that that's a fun star wars thing is there's a thing in the room in that's mentioned or commented on or not even named that's just there that if you don't know what it is it doesn't really matter but if you do know what it is it does thematically contribute to what's happening i think like it also shows that i don't and i don't know who put it together but it was on coruscant someone out there cared enough to make a memorial about how many thousands, hundreds of thousands, of, mm, probably like how many tens of thousands of clones died mm-hmm. in that battle? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is a nice touch, um, and really hammers home the clone. Like Bad Batch is a cool continuation of just like Rebels is a continuation of Clone Wars. Bad Batch is a continuation of Clone Wars. Hammers home that point of the clones as individuals. Like even though we know the whole war was for evil purposes. The whole purpose of the clones, the whole purpose of uh, the Republic at that point was being run by an evil madman named Sheev. And uh, regardless, the good Jedi and the, and the good clones were still human beings. And that was why still in a war like that, the Republic was still the good guys because for one reason, they were separatists were using these, these cold droids that would do anything at any point. That's the theme of this episode is the clones still have the capacity to make decisions and be human. No one's ever too far gone. Or what is it? No one's ever truly gone. I don't remember. No one's ever truly gone. Yeah. Uh, From... It's the same sentiment. <laughs> Luke says it in The Last Jedi. So, you know, 
Um, so then we move on from Clone Memorial to um, so they land on the planet and they're they're uh, you know striking um, into the city and there's a p- moment where a door opens and there's a civilian I think it's a mother and her child and uh, Cody's like it's okay we're not here to hurt you or something and both of us just looked at each other knowingly because if Cody had not you mentioned this Cody had not been there uh, Crosshair would have shot them down instantly it's I kinda, believe it is like it, it made me think of that scene from Kenobi. When Darth Vader is walking through the village <laughs> and just murders that kid, I don't know. Spoilers: If you haven't seen Kenobi at this point, you're spoiled. You get spoiled at your own risk. <laughs> yes, I, absolutely. But yeah, it was just I was like, uh, mm, I don't know. He was kind of standing there, looming, <laughs> yeah, gun in hand. I wouldn't have put it past him. And something later in the episode, I think, confirms this opinion as well. Spoilers. Um, so crosshair would kill that family crosshairs and then we just have a series of ridiculous crosshair shots shooting off of a tiny mirror and um i'm caught in the middle on this and whether this is stupid and like too cartoony or if it's just cool and enjoyable i'm kind of in both like one foot in both camps i think there's like one thing about it that i'm like yeah it's kind of I get, you know, like, ah, oh, that's super cool. There's also a part of me that I think, like, on the logistics side, but also I'm always going to slander Crosshair, so <laughs> I mean, whatever. I just, there's a part of me that's kind of thinking, for, you know, this is probably, you know, logically, the first time he's ever been in that building. They're going up a tiny spiral staircase with walls. There's no trans- There's no handrails, so, you know, not OSHA safe, but... They're going up this tiny staircase. They've already been shot once, I believe. And so he throws that up, unless it almost was like, uh, just chance. It almost seemed a little, hmm. I don't know. It seemed a little, I think, unrealistic, but also I'm not going to like harp about, I guess, the realism in Star Wars. Yeah, it is. It is one reason why I was originally surprised that Disney kept Clone Wars as canon is because there are things that happen in Clone Wars that would never happen in a movie. And so you have to canonically recognize a lot of goofy stuff. I I might be stoking the fire here a bit, but when that scene happened, he shoots, you know, he throws his little tiny uh, ultimate Frisbee up in the air and he shoots it and takes out like four droids or whatever. I don't know. Uh I don't know how to count. I was being petty, and the first words out of my mouth was, "Okay, so Crosshair can do this, and it's fine, but Ray's a Mary Sue." <laughs> he had off-screen training, Rachel. <laughs> He's clearly trained and also a man. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was me being petty, but that was also my first thought. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, so um. So they make it up the staircase, and they meet uh, Governor Ames, the mm-hmm. actual governor. And while and- I've got it up here, I think it's pretty uh, humorously coincidental that the voice actress who played her, her character in the Metal Gear Solid series name is Sniper Wolf. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, continue. Uh, so we get up, we get, like we're there. they get upstairs um and ames has named imperial governor i don't know his name i they said it and i immediately did not remember um can't i don't know governor cannon fodder i guess um she's holding him hostage and i actually kind of really like the moment between her and cody because i feel like when seeing cody talking her down to letting him go um you know, and she's like, we sent a peace treaty mm. and the Supreme Chancellor denied it. And you kind of have this moment where Cody's like, are we the baddies? Yeah, yeah um, it's an interesting. Um, you kind of feel it coming from straight at the start as I mean, there's literally a, a, a it cuts to Cody at the beginning of the episode with a musical cue clearly indicating that he is uh, not 100 percent committed to the Empire. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And then she lets the governor go. Cameron and I called this a full minute before it happened. If I, had to <laughs> I guess. wish it happened faster. It would have been oh, funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I, in my note, it just says crosshair won't hesitate. <laughs> I won't hesitate. 
that's a tape. Yeah. So she lets the governor go, and the governor's like, execute her. And he he's got a he's kind of whiny. If you had to, mm-hmm. you know, if you ask me, he's a little whiny. And Cody's like, I'm not gonna do that. And the governor's like, if you're a good soldier, you will. You know, paraphrasing. And then, as we called it, Crosshair shoots her. Surprised it took him that long. Yeah, maybe I know. he was reloading. <laughs> maybe he was trying to figure out how to aim without his little discs. I don't know. And then as soon as he shoots, it pans. You hear him shoot. It's on Cody, and then it pans over to him. And the musical sting. I don't know if that's his theme or not, but whatever the music that is, it is Wah. so heavy-handed and hilarious. Oh, this is the equivalent to the. It's the opposite. We had the silent. Um, <laughs> Uh, Wilco falling <laughs> off the cliff in the last episode and in this episode you have an incredibly in your face on the nose musical sting so we are uh, if you consider the last ep- last pair one episode we are two for two on this podcast with hilarious noise related moments when someone's been killed with a with a bullet yeah and then and then it doesn't end there it keeps going they go back yeah, you still have to watch the subtitle credits. Of course, it's not over. No, they go back to they go back to Coruscant because we see Crosshair yeah, 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 yeah. Crosshair had two interrupted meals this episode. <laughs> I, I think that's little, why he's so skinny. I know that's why he's so skinny. That's why the, he in both times he sat down, ate like two bites, and then someone over the intercom is like, "CT nine nine zero four to the principal's office." How I don't do they know. Remember all these numbers? It's insane. <laughs> probably have a book. <laughs> It's written like, on their hands. <laughs> Call this clone to my office. Yes, sir. Writes <laughs> frantically on hand. Um, and there maybe and, it's a droid. Yeah, it's I like guess like, but like, just like there are lots of people in this universe who remember all the clones' numbers. Like, uh, oh. Crosshair remembers Cody's number, for example. Yeah, maybe it's like ingrained in them. I always have to. Can you imagine? So, we we see this in Rampart. Uh, because Rampart sends Crosshair on another mission, and Crosshair's like, don't you mean Cody? Uh-huh. And Rampart's like, who? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of... Um, I thought that was interesting, because, well, Crosshair called him Cody when he called him by his uh, call number in the first half of the episode. Um, and then uh, he, you know, Crosshair corrects himself to the number, and hmm. uh, I'll get to that in a bit. But I wonder, if you're a clone on that base... And you hear an announcement go off, you you like have to listen to that number because there's so many. You know, you gotta make sure <laughs> every time a number comes up, you have to listen closely. You do. Like anytime, anytime something gets announced at the airport and someone uses your first name and your ears perk up yeah. and you're like, oh no, it's not me. Did they say? Did they say one one two four? No, I think they said one one uh, two six. Are you are you sure? I really heard. I really heard one one two four, and then like four of them show up. <laughs> the same office that that reminds me i mean all my siblings all four of us our last names end in o-n so like your ear doesn't hear the first bit of the you mean your first names yes our first names end in o-n yes our last names are the same name do you have our last names are all the same but our first names all end in o-n and so so we would just from if one of our parents called a name from across the house you would just hear the o-n at the end, and so you'd be like, "Was that my name? Was that your name?" So I, I know what it's like to be a clone now. That's interesting. We have a shared experience. Which, which one of us do they want? Um, I guess we have. I, I have that in common with the clones, and you hate crosshair like the clones. So there, we both have something to relate to wow. with the clones this episode. Um, and then we have that that ending, that little bombshell that Rampart dropped, which is that Cody went AWOL. Yeah. And before that, okay, I couldn't remember exactly when this happened, but because you just said that, it reminds me. Before that, we had Crosshair and Cody reunite at the memorial, and they have their conversation. And oh, Cody's yeah. like, "Are you sure we're doing the right thing?" You know, the difference between us and the and the droids was that we had to, we can make decisions, and we have to live with them. Oh what a great line! Yeah. Oh man, Eat Badly, always delivering on the dialogue. And I thought, I thought it was kind of interesting how Rampart was like, funny how clones keep seeming to leave when you're around. And I mean, I'm taking that as no one wants to be around Crosshair because I would leave too. Um, but I know Crosshair it's... is just so awful that he makes clones realize how evil the Empire is if they didn't already. Hey, we haven't seen uh, his team, so maybe they left too. Maybe they maybe they dipped. They're like, oh, this, this guy's awful. This is the worst manager we've ever had. Um, 
This is the only manager we've had with the Empire, and he's terrible. But that was kind of interesting. So Cody is AWOL. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, at this point, it's probably safe to assume he's going to have a run-in with the rest of the Bad Batch. Or, I, I mean, this is not a trailer spoiler, mm, but okay. I'm spitballing. I would not be surprised if we saw Rex again. Oh, he's he's floating around somewhere. It's a produced Star Wars he's, thing. Of course, we're going to see one of his creations his again. His blonde boy. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Okay. I feel like that's it for the episode. So I Yeah, that's all I've got, too. I, the, I thought the clones around you keep disappearing is also subtly very funny. Yeah. And either um, you... Well, so it might be because you have a lot of adjectives for this man. Um, I want to. I will transition nicely into my Rachel's comments section. Um, and you had three uh, throughout the course of the episode. You had three very funny things that you called him. You called him a greasy little weasel, uh, and we're talking about crosshair here. A greasy little weasel, a gross snake, and a nasty rat man. <laughs> all those adjectives might be, if they're accurate, might be why people don't want to be around. And they're crosshair. all interchangeable. Um, and I... the the best delivery of those was you said he's a greasy little weasel man, and then you mumbled up to that gross snake <laughs> <laughs> um i will say i don't know if you heard this because i wrote this down i wrote down something i said because i think i'm funny you are it, I agree. <laughs> at the beginning uh when uh after crosshair's first interrupted lunch and he goes to rampart and rampart very snarkily is like how long did they leave you on camino and crosshair's like 32 rotations <laughs> and my immediately thought was should have been more um <laughs> know kind of going back to that was interesting because rampart goes huh and you came back so yeah the bad batch left him nowhere else to go sir (laughs) the bad batch left him and they did not come back for him they were like peace uh major bed lie in it we're going home they cropped him out of the family photo they did that's my favorite tweet so far (laughs) um they left him and so no, I mean, I don't know how long Camino rotations are. I mean, I probably doubt it was actually 32, like 24 hour days because I don't know if someone could survive that long. I don't think Camino is a freshwater planet. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, if it is a freshwater planet, he could. I'm, I mean, he's got a Wait, his sniper rifle has a grappling gun. We saw that when he saved Omega. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was just harpooning oh fish for 32 days. You and took me they... back to one of my strongest reactions in season one was I legit, like I legitimately <laughs> thought he was trying to kill her. And I was like, no, not that I really would have cared if Omega died that much. Just like the fact that this man is so evil was the idea going through my head. Is like, this guy is so it's, relentlessly evil. It's on the same level as Maul just not going to run anakin skywalker over on tatooine <laughs> with his speeder um i thought you were going to talk about um maul's undying vengeance against kenobi which would oh. have prompted me to yell <laughs> kenobi i'm sorry oh, oh my gosh <laughs> which Ugh. is also apologies headphones to go users. another layer away from our topic um our amazing musical creator for this episode his last name is jacoby and so we like to yell jacoby we're gonna at him dox in him on, voice. We're gonna dox him on live recording um <laughs> But we already said his name at the beginning. He wanted to be credited by his full name. So, um, but yeah, they just left him. So I guess the Empire came back around and was like, "Well, guess we'll see that." I guess lucky for Crosshair that they found him on the one floating platform. I mean, it's it's like lost. No, it's not lost. Cast away. Yeah, it's like they just find him. He's got. Like- <laughs> he was talking to his helmet or yeah. his sniper rifle. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Again, should have been more. Imagine, imagine they just don't put crosshair in the second season. That'd have been hilarious for me. Yeah, for you. Um, yes. I had okay. So I guess oh, I had another thought. So my first. So it, when the trooper ship is shot down by the uh, battle droids, you know, there's the droids come up and there's like kind of a bunch of dead or injured clones, and they're like, huh. There's no one here. And they turn around and Crosshair and Cody come out all dramatically and start fighting. Anyway, they started blasting. Anyway, started blasting. I wrote Crosshair, survive ship crash. Crash Me. My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> Very good. Um, Very good. I like it. Um, some other fun comments that you made during the episode. Um, whenever Crosshair is done talking to Rampart, Rampart immediately goes to his hollow pad and you just went, iPad baby. <laughs> because immediately because really funny. he t- 
tells Crosshair to leave, and he just silently stares at his data pad. And it's just like this long, long extended silent cuts, I think, are hilarious. But I just, I was, iPad baby, he went to go watch, I don't know, TikTok or something. I feel like <laughs> there's a version of TikTok that exists in Star Wars. Um, um, another comment you had was um, at some point during the episode, you just made fun of Crosshair for he has to wear his own special helmet because his head's too tall, <laughs> which is the second helmet-related joke we've had on this podcast. <laughs> his head just looks like abnormal. I think it's the lack of hair. Sure. But I also feel like, I mean, they got to make him look different because they're Clone Force 99. Um, and so I feel like his face is just longer. Is that just the Star Wars animated style? Because Dooku's head is abnormally oblong. Oblong. Well, uh elongated that's what uh. i was trying to think i i combined the word <laughs> oblong elongated to oblongated <laughs> um and then they made vader's head really skinny and i'm trying to think and then you have like i don't know it, it's it's somewhat of a star wars style for yeah. villains to have elongated heads they did it to palpatine too i'm sure they did they like they look like they taxidermied him hmm interesting um um of course, the greatest villain of all Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks, very skinny head. There are a lot of arcs that Jar Jar ruined for me in the Clone Wars. I'm like, oh boy, new Clone Wars arc. And then Jar Jar shows up and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, I had something else I was going to say. Oh, that's, this is like, we can continue on comments. I just have some predictions oh, okay. that I'd like to spit. One, I have one last comment that you made during the episode, which was when it, it shows Cody at the very end of the episode contemplating his loyalty to the Empire. You just said, the gears are turning in Cody's head. All two gears. <laughs> All two of them. <laughs> well, that was good. That chip is rotting away. So do you want to give a couple of predictions? Cody is not making it out of this series. Crosshair will kill. Oh, like, I have the same kill. thing earlier. Like, I mean, I did. Like, he's not making it I was out so of it. confident. I didn't even want to say it because I felt like a spoiler. But yeah, I totally agree. Well, it's a prediction for right now. But if we're right, yeah. we're right. And I, I think we're, we're going to be right. I just, I, like, here's the thing. And here, here's my evidence. Well, the fact that Cody is literally a nothing else. You know, Cody was supposed, the guy who wrote the Kenobi trilogy that was then condensed into the show wanted to have Cody living with Obi Wan on Tatooine. Oh, they were gonna be together. They were roommates. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but they took that out, mm-hmm. and me being the constantly like over, I think too hard about things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a part of me that kind of wonder. You wouldn't be a Star Wars fan if you didn't. Yeah, I mean, considering they they were supposed to come out in the same year. I mean, Bad Batch was it? I would say season two was in production for longer than Kenobi, so. I wonder if maybe they're like, we want to have Kenobi in this series. And Dave Filoni was like, ah, guys, we kind of have a plan for this. And it's not going to happen that way. Um, I mean, that's just my thought. It might have also been really confusing because if, say, he he does make it out of season two, it'd be kind of weird to have him alive in the Kenobi show nine years later Mm. and then just have. Cody show up again, I guess, after not seeing him since Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars. Um, but either way, he's dead. There's no way he's making it out. And I mean, I feel like if he was alive, he he would have been in Rebels with the Bro Squad with Rex, Wolf, and Gregor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I yeah. mean, it's just it's not it's all coming together the, for Cody to be dead. The odds are not looking good for this man. Um, and then speaking of the bro squad and rebels, where is Wolf? We have seen Rex and Gregor in the first season of Bad Batch. We've got Cody. We haven't seen Wolf yet. Maybe that was Wolf all along in that gray armor. It's masquerading <laughs> as Cody. They could pull it off. They're, you know, they're Zach and Cody-ing it up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you have any other predictions? I keep seeing a lot of people saying someone in the Bad Batch is going to die. I mean, it's right up Filoni's alley. I don't know who it is. Who it's, I can't imagine them killing Cody and one of the Bad Batch. I hope l- it's Crosshair. Unless it's Crosshair, yeah. And I feel you like probably gonna... have whoever's going to be the villain for season three kill Crosshair. Is there um, a confirmed season three? I, I mean, they're going to set it up. What whether, do you know? I don't know anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the, 
almost certainly the season will end with some sort of setup for season three. I would guess. Definitely. And I would guess that whoever they want to be the big bad in the next one kills Crosshair. I mean. Or they start to pull. Or they go the other direction and they start to pull a Fast and Furious and just keep adding more people to the Bad Batch, <laughs> including previous villains. And they just more. It's all about family. Imagine at some point Vader shows up and then he becomes part of the Bad no. Batch. No, <laughs> just break canon altogether. Add everyone to the Bad Batch. So they get to the point of they just redo the original saga, but it's the Bad Batch the bad doing batch everything. The whole time. You get to the end of episode nine and. It's just the Bad Batch with every single hero up to that point as part of the Bad Batch, including I'm, Vader, including Kylo. I mean, we have talked, and we've kind of mentioned this too. I'm very curious what happened. I've heard people say it might be Omega. I don't know if Filoni is going to kill a child. Um, I doubt it. I don't I see that happening. I just... So obviously, Boba survives the Sarlacc pit. He is alive and well past the fall of the Empire. He is adopting children off the streets. He is running the family business. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm just curious. Where is, where is Omega? I mean, I need... It's always the question. I need... Here are my hopeful cameos for season two. Boba. I would love to see Boba Fett, like a young Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe we could get that scrapped... Uh, that scrapped Boba Fett Cad Bane. The Bad Batch yeah. already ran into Cad Bane. I'm projecting. Let me have my moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want Boba Fett. I also think there could be a fun... We've already seen one pirate. Fee? Yeah, Fee from the first episode of season two. We got one pirate. Not a far stretch to show Hondo. Oh my gosh. I was just saying. Just <laughs> no bring, one's ever truly gone. Just bring Profit! him back. <laughs> just bring him back. Okay. Uh, um, do you have any other um, final thoughts about the episode from no, today? I got memes. Yeah. I um, I just thought it had great atmosphere. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, it was very self-contained. I think you could just watch, almost just watch this episode as its own little short film. And um, it the, the, the particle effects and the lighting effects all made the episode have a very nice dark feeling to it. And the, I mean, it's just the majority of the episode is just D Bradley again, as always talking to himself and nailing it. And so I liked it with like four voice actors, maybe five. You mm-hmm. count the droids. Yeah. So, um, this is, as I'm thinking about it right now, this is almost certainly my favorite episode of the bad batch thus far. Really? Yeah. And, um, it just had a strong narrative and strong atmosphere. So that's what I'd say about that. So we want to go on to memes now, our meme corner, which for like until we come up with a better name for this segment, we'll call it meme corner. Um, I have a couple of a few Bad Batch ones and then just other go for Star it. Wars just ones. Go for it. So this one, I was losing it. I found these on TikTok. Um, I don't know who posted them. Sorry. They're memes on the internet. So uh, so it's in the it's in the format of the drake meme yeah where but he, with omega but with omega so you know the drake meme he's the first frame is him like putting his hand up like no and then the next one is him like smiling like yeah so first one is omega frowning i hope this translates well um into podcast form without the image so omega frowning when wrecker and omega acquire massive debt for mantel mix the second one omega smiling i have to oh i gotta take a breath because i'm gonna like crack up <laughs> I can't say it. It's you want so... me to read it? <laughs> no, no. Go for it. I, I have, I'm prepared. Okay, you're gonna go laugh. On. Okay. When Rika and Omega acquire massive dit for mental mix, uh-huh. it's just written phonetically <laughs> in her accent, and it's so cute. I just think it's adorable. That's precious. So oh, I've man. been just type mental mix since I've seen it. Um, <laughs> the other one I saw. This is from season one. This is the episode that uh, I don't remember the number. Uh, the Bad Batch helps Sid get her bar back from the syndi- the Pike Syndicate, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. From whatever the guy. At the end of the episode, they're walking back and Sid goes, come on, boys, first round's on me. It's that screenshot. The bottom three screenshots are the frame that Echo, Wrecker, and Tech sprint to the bar <laughs> and it's freeze-framed while they're blurred. <laughs> and it's just, here, I'll show, I I'll show see it. it. It's, it's good. It's, oh, man. Oh, so it yes, yeah, all three of them individually sprint. Yes. 
that was one of my Man, favorite good parts stuff. of that episode because like uh, first come round, on boys first round's on me that's good immediate I like it. I like sprintage it a lot. um so i found a meme this week i sent it to you um and it's this meme technically does not directly reference last uh, week's episode but it seems to if it was not made after last week's episode it's definitely relevant again um it says dooku entails the jedi and it's a screenshot of him and it says corruption like yours must be eradicated and then it says dooku during the clone wars and it's just an image of scrooge mcduck diving into his gold and <laughs> yeah that is a really astute observation after last week at the very least if we didn't realize how rich he was other than the fact that he, now he's always been a duke though oh dooku never mind he, count no count sorry count that's what i was thinking his title so he's always been some sort of count rich money. yeah um, but clearly hoarding lots of wealth to his name. It was, and, I mean, kind of interesting tidbit from this last episode we see Governor Ames because she's like, Dooku was right. And I was like, oh, that's a stretch, but okay. Yeah, he was right because the guy who was doing everything yeah. told him he was going to do it. Like, it's, it's really easy to know the ending of something when the writer tells you the ending. Yeah. Um, another thing you have, this is a Rebels meme. I love all Rebels. It's a picture of Hanan and Kara, and it's from it's a t picture taken from like some picture book, and it's captioned: "Hera and Kanan are very close friends." And someone commented, "This is a funny way to spell married." <laughs> uh, this one was fun because it was an unexpected. I did not expect it to be a Star Wars meme, and I don't feel like I'm really any surprised because this is a Star Wars podcast, so I wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't. Um, but it is at the bottom of the image. You see the meme of the. Uh, the man and the woman laying in bed, but they're back to back, and it's the format of, uh, I bet he's thinking about other women, but it's, their heads are photoshopped with Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, and it says, Peggy, I'm so glad Steve is back. Steve, I can't believe I have to wait decades to watch the Clone Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the Clone Wars joke coming. It really caught me off guard that this meme was actually about the Clone Wars, and so um, that was quite um, amusing. Uh, I I really got like two more. Um, so for those of you that have played Jedi Fallen Order, uh, for those of us in the room present, it's me. Cameron <laughs> has not. Um, so there's a mechanic. I guess, uh, Cal is a surviving Jedi Padawan from Order sixty six, and he has broken his connection with the Force. As you play through the game, he's healing his connection, and sometimes he comes in contact with items, and he has like Force memories, and this <laughs> is. Is written, Cal touches an object, his psychometry. It's time for a, and it's a picture of a restaurant that is called Spicy Memory, <laughs> which is hilarious. Love it. Um, so here's a couple of uh, custom memes. Um, I sent you an Instagram that was a video of a squirrel making this sound. You even have the rule of three in there. Very good. And I sent you that video with this, with the caption, Rachel at the store spotting a Black Series figure she doesn't have yet. Did you like my response? And you responded, um, <laughs> finally, I've been looking for you boys all day. Oh. Reference to SpongeBob in there. Oh my gosh, that is a perfect segue into the story. I wanted to tell you about my grandma. Oh, okay. Go for it. <laughs> this is about Star Wars, I promise. So I'm hanging out with some friends on Sunday, and I see that my grandma has called me, and I was kind of like, huh, interesting. This could mean multiple things. I'm assuming she's in town, and she's probably going to be like, do you want to get dinner? And the answer is always yes. So she calls me, and she goes, hey, Rachel, I'm uh, at Walmart in this town like 30 minutes away. Um, I'm not going to dox my grandma. <laughs> 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 um, and she goes, I'm at Walmart, and I'm with with your uncle. And I hear my uncle in the background, hi, Rachel. <laughs> and she goes, and and I didn't know you collected these, but he, he says that uh, you collect the, the Star Wars Black Series figures. And we're at the Walmart, and they have some. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do collect them. And she goes, I'm holding my hand up like a phone, like you guys can see it. And she goes, and I hear her start reading off. Do you have the... Obi-Wan Kenobi purge trooper phase two <laughs> armor. And I was like, I actually, I actually do. And she was like, well, she goes, that's $28. Um, and I was like, no, I do actually have that one. I, I was really appreciative that she thought of me. And I was, I don't even remember when I told my uncle that I collected those. I must've mentioned it at Christmas. 
Um, but I was just really, I don't know, I felt really loved because I was like, oh, that's such a nice little it's very nice. tidbit. And the thing was, is I do have that one. I pre-ordered it six months ago <laughs> on release date because I wanted it. And I really almost considered for a second, do I want a second one? But... <laughs> Not for $28. Did you pre-order it before Kenobi came out? Yeah. So. No. No, it was like in the middle of Kenobi. Okay, because it would have been really funny if you'd pre-ordered it before Kenobi and then it shows up in the episode and you're like. That's it. Um, I actually it forgot I ordered it until uh, December rolled around and I had a random. So when you, for other collectors, when you pre-order something from Walmart, it doesn't charge your card until it ships. So your order is the total, but it doesn't actually charge until the order ships. So I'm, I just happened to look at my bank account and I was like. Who spent $30 at Walmart because it, re- <laughs> it wasn't me. And so I'm like freaking out, like, what happened? Did I get hacked? Uh, and then I, and I, and it was like, your order has shipped. And it's, it was the figure. And it was like, it's coming tomorrow. And I was like, oh, and it arrived. It did not get stolen, fortunately. I have issues with package thieves where I live. Um, so it arrived safe and sound. I was very excited. It actually arrived on that day. We had that bad ice storm and it dropped like to 15 below so <laughs> very appreciative of the ups man that brought my star wars figure in the snow i feel bad oh, <laughs> it man. wasn't planned rain or shine <laughs> gotta get the boys <laughs> um, run from it hide it hide from it dread it <laughs> the ups man still delivers you <laughs> um it's funny i was working from home that day and i like <laughs> got up from my desk and ran to my front door because it's like my package um so that was just as soon as I finished that call, I was like, oh, podcast story. It was very sweet. Um, I look forward to getting more of those calls. I hope you do. Me I look do. forward to them finding one that you freak out about because you don't have I it would, yet. I would be like, please buy it. So another custom meme. Um, you posted it in a friend group chat. Um, I posted the link to the podcast and you posted an imager of... Imager. What? Waldorf and Statler from the Muppets, the two old men from the Muppets known for making funny comments during the Muppet show. And you, you posted that image with the caption, actual photo of Cameron and I recording the podcast. And then our other friend uh, replied to that saying haunted by the kiss. I'm haunted by the age difference. Are you an angel? More like, are you my mother? Oh, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) And then she was glad that we liked that because she told us later that took her, took her 40 minutes to come up with that response. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the real the real joke here is that when I posted the link, we posted in GroupMe, um, I posted the link and it got 11 likes and your image got 14 likes. <laughs> Three more. And that includes, especially it got more because I liked yours. And it, but regardless. I liked your message. Oh, you did. Okay. I so, did. Still, so that's still three difference between... Uh, me posting the podcast and you simply <laughs> posting a photo of two Muppets. <laughs> two Muppets that aren't technically us. We're two different Muppets. I was going to say, we're Muppets. Uh, yeah, I thought that was, that was, that was mm, top tier comedy. Do you have any other memes you'd like to share? Uh, this one's from Rogue One. Uh, it's so, it's, it's the scene where uh, the droid... Uh, K2SO. Uh, K2, yes, K2. I was like, KP? That's not it. K2SO is, uh, quote unquote, arresting Cassian uh-huh. and. Jin uh, Urso? Jin. For some reason, I cannot remember her name. Oh, past my bedtime. Jin <laughs> Urso um, and the stormtrooper's like, what are you doing? And K2SO turns around, you know, and so it's captioned, when you're writing an essay and trying to hit that minimum word count, and it's uh, K2SO's line, these are prisoners. I'm taking them to imprison them <laughs> in prison. <laughs> I love that. That is not what I was expecting. That's really good. Um, I love it. Speaking of Rogue One, this is a side tangent. So as I mentioned earlier, I like to look at concept art. I like to look at the, um, you know, art of books. I collect them and I have quite a few in my wish list that I should probably just go ahead and buy. Um, and so, you know, Andor has come out. So that's kind of like started up a reinterest in Rogue One. Um, I anxiously await the Andor art of book. I cannot wait. I happen to look at the Rogue One. It's out of stock right now on Amazon, which is fine. I mean, lots of people bought it. Someone is selling it for $1,850. Wow. And it's like... Wild. Just almost said where I was going to buy it from. That's that's my secret for me to know. But I was like, 
look, I think art is priceless too. Why? <laughs> I bought some expensive concept art books. I'm not going that high. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's something we'll definitely have to talk about at some point is the, uh, I'm going to, I actually, I have a note in my phone for topic ideas. We'll have to talk about concept art in your books at some time. I love concept art in case, in case you guys hadn't noticed. Okay. Um, do you have any other memes you wanted to share? Is that the end of your um, meme? Well, for the week, I think that was, <laughs> I think that was kind of it. Um, I don't really have too many because some of them are kind of hard to explain over podcasts. Yes. I, I appreciate uh, you having that filter uh, because you, I definitely wouldn't want to have every single meme you saw for the week. But <laughs> Now, hold on. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so uh, that brings us to the end of episode two. Um, after this really excellent episode, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. And we'll be back next week with... So it's our episode two of the podcast, episode three of Bad Batch season two. We'll be back next week with episode four. Um, And uh, this is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, it's not cool to bully people unless you're (laughs) bullying... I messed it up. I forgot his name. (laughs) Crosshair. Gosh dang it. I thought you were going to say your friends. I was like, (laughs) no. I mean... (laughs) That was the original. That was Cameron and Rachel bully each other. No, no. Okay, I'm (laughs) going to retry it. I want to... Okay. Mm, Clean take. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying it's not cool to bully people unless you're bullying Crosshair. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. (laughs)